All hell's breaking loose. You know, so we got Elon Musk smoking weed with Joe Rogan. Yes, and then I heard his stocks went down. Which stocks ridiculous. went down. Well, yeah, you know, it's, you know, and then uh, Obama's back on the campaign trail and he's already been president. I think that's hysterical. It's great, though. Um, uh, I watched his speech. Uh, It was an hour speech uh, in uh, the University of Illinois. Yeah. And um, I thought it was quite good. I always found him to be a a, uh, uh, quite a good orator. He's a very good speaker and his speeches are good. Now, now he talks to talk to me as a as a bona fide leftist. Uh, he doesn't walk the walk. And he never did. He was really quite a conservative president. You know, I think so. And and uh, I am not a political pundit by any means. But but it, you know, I I I watched it. I watched his speech. I, I saw the the I think just impotent response of of Trump that he fell asleep. Yeah. During it, of course he didn't fall asleep. You watched the whole thing. You arrogant prick. Yeah. Um. But uh, and then I watched immediately. Well, as immediately as possible. Um, the Fox's Fox Fox News reaction. Yeah. Oh my God! They are they're like petulant children. You yes, know? yes. I mean, oh, what you just said. Most, uh, you know, that's probably true. You and I could probably spend the next hour talking about the efficacy of the speech and and the truth and the, and the holes in it or, or not holes. Right. But Fox is just so they're nonsensical about yeah, the reaction. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, I just, you know, and then, and then Colin Kardashian, I mean, Kaepernick yeah. and his new ad, yeah. uh, he, you know, I, I just don't understand that whole situation. I don't want to get in, into it at all with anybody because, because, you know, Nike is a, is, they're a business. They're going to make some money. Yeah. But I mean, he's literally making millions and millions of dollars with his new Nike brand having been a, a, a second string, uh, uh, quarterback, not yeah. a very good one from what I understand. Yeah. And well, he, he had, you know, the thing. The thing about Kaepernick as a quarterback was, and again, I'm a 49er fan. Okay. So yeah. he was great when, you know, the first. But I thought was he ever good? Was he, he, was he, he good was at good. once? He okay. was good. All right. He was good. But again, he had a good team. Yeah. Um. And and they were saying, is he the greatest ever? I thought, wait a minute. He's only played at this time, not even a full season, because because yeah. Alex Smith had gotten injured. Um. So so he hadn't even played a full season. I thought, wait a minute. This is just like any other sport. A guy right. can come up. He's got to be around five six years. Uh, and have steady, you know, numbers like like he was showing before we can say, yeah, yeah, this guy's really good. Yeah. So I don't think he. And then the second year, you know, they they he did he did he did really well too. Mm-hmm. Um. But then after that, no, no, he 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 just yeah. didn't mean, live up. To I it. guess into in today's social justice media, you know, world, um, I can't fault anybody for for extending their low well, value. Um, I don't know if what he's doing is is a value to anyone except Nike for a while. I mean, it's a blip, uh, but um, I just I don't understand it. I, you know, I just don't understand uh, why why this particular subject has has stayed in the news cycle. The, no, the, it isn't. You're right. It is. It's one of these things. It's just a smokescreen yeah. to uh, to help us. Of you know, it, this is something that Donald Trump has done throughout his two years. Whenever anything really starts yeah. to heat up, he's got to bring up some issue like like the the national anthem bullshit yeah. or something else to try to deflect attention away from it or to get his his base, the, his minority base, uh, in a lather. Yeah. You know, and he knows that there are certain hot button topics. Uh, you know, last week uh, you had you had mentioned um, the, again. We we're we we're talking about about you know, hey, Trump will be gone in four eight years, whatever, and then yeah. in the history it'll be fine. The problem that I have, and I wish that were the case, is that he's doing irreparable damage 
uh, either to the you know to the environment, uh, his Supreme Court picks. I think that uh, we're going to be stuck with yeah. for years and years. I mean, may, probably my lifetime. Yeah, sure. Um, some of these some of these decisions, which are not popular, uh, if they overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, the majority of people think a woman has the right to choose what to do with her body. The yeah. majority of people. Well, we don't live in a democracy, really, when it comes down to it. There's a lot of things people will say, yeah, we think now the majority of people, both Democrats and Republicans, mm-hmm. uh, believe in a, 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 a Medicare for all type of, we need to do something about our health insurance. Um, we're not going to get it. Um, they believe college costs are outrageous. And again, when I went to college, it was $250 a quarter <laughs> to go to a, you know, to go to the University of California. A state school, yeah. A state school. Yeah. Um, and even Stanford at that time was, you know, really wasn't a lot more than it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a private school. Mm-hmm. But the state schools are now really, really expensive yeah. uh, for a lot of people. And that's what people think we're not going to get it. Yeah, right? It's just like, okay, well, oh, we live in a. No, we don't. We vote for. We just don't get what we want. Yeah. You know, it, what's interesting is Trump loves Vegas. I mean, there's an obvious reason to me, but he absolutely loves Vegas. I mean, we're we're sort of on this island, you know, because he's he's always talking about the battleground states, and he and he's you know, uh, he's stumping everywhere for yeah. you know because in the next two months we have some pretty important you know decisions to be made. Yeah. Um. But uh, but he loves Vegas, and you know, my opinion is that he loves Vegas because it, it Vegas is is now riddled with you know his 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 corporate contemporaries. Yeah. Uh, now uh, I'm assuming like yeah. like, like you know, I, but however however I've never ever seen Trump either uh, prior to or during or after his presidency um, with Adelson. Yeah, I've never seen true. them together, and you would think they would be, but at the same time, you know, uh, um, I don't think Adelson's background, being Israeli and, and Jewish, yeah, and and that level, I don't, I think it's not necessarily attractive to Trump. I don't know if he wants that, but I, I don't know. But also, you know, Adelson, however much we feel that 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 his business dealings are are, are certainly underhanded, uh, he is he is a savvy business person. You know, he's of the Carnegie level, you know, yeah. um, and Trump is not. I, I really don't think he is. And, and, and He just thinks he is. He thinks he is, yeah. Uh, but but he loves Vegas, uh, which which kind of brings us to what, what, what we're talking about. You, know, uh, you and I have talked about gambling. And why don't you gamble? What, what, what was the main well, reason? You know, it's, it's, it's I guess because um, I see through the illusion of it. The, yeah. I guess it, because... I mean, there's always, you know, checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, if somebody, for example, they want to, they want to eat a food they really like, mm-hmm. they say, well, you know, it's really fattening. Chances are it is. That's why it tastes good. Right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but I can always say, well, you know what? I, I can do that now. Um, I, hey, I don't have a weight problem, whatever. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Or they could say, well, uh, I'm on a diet. I'm really trying to get to this weight. No, I can't because the, the benefits don't outweigh the, the negative aspects of right, it, right. right? So it's the same, I think, with gambling. Remember when our old friend, uh, uh, Larry Flint. Oh, yes. He had said oh, after Larry. being paralyzed, because he used to play at the Venetian, he was, he was a whale. All yeah. the time, yeah. And, and he had said that, that gambling became a substitute for sex for him. Yes. And, and I can see that th- there is a thrill. Yeah. Um, and that um, the thrill and, and the adrenaline gets pumping and it's almost like a, a, a drug effect. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, it's that A, it doesn't give me that thrill 
especially when I know that the chances are I'm going to lose money. And people are always gambling on, well, and I guess it's the same thing also that people that like to play stock market or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything else where there's risk. Yeah, There's an attraction and a repulsion to risk. And I think that's what it is. It's that interplay of, uh, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do this, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, whatever that, that feeling is, is that it, that's what people are chasing when, yeah. when they gamble. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they'll remember, everybody will say the same thing. I think it was the uh, the comedian uh, uh, Carlos... Um, Mencia? Uh, Mencia, thank you. He had <laughs> said he was on one of the local TVs. He was playing Las Vegas. He goes, yeah. everybody I ever talked to that come here always says when they play, oh, I lost, but I was winning. You know, it's All like right. they, they, had, they had been ahead. Everybody says, it. Oh, yeah, I was winning before I lost. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, well, why didn't you quit? You can't, yeah. right? That's the whole thing. You're chasing that. Right. And I think that's where the that's where the appeal comes in. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. We mentioned Joe Rogan and Car- Carlos Mencia in the same yeah. podcast. Yeah. But they had a huge problem with the joke stealing. So. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so uh, welcome to Pod Bay Door. Thank you. Uh, hello to everybody. Thanks for downloading uh, and connecting to us. Uh, hello to our friends at cwodesigns.com, uh, custom woodworking and uh, now custom photography and framing. They do a fantastic job. Check those guys out. It's cwodesigns.com. Great guys over there. Uh, so so why do we gamble? You brought up some great points. I spent some quality time on uh, Psychology Today yeah. and Scientific Quarterly, and they all um, uh, have some interesting things to say. Uh, you sort of, in a nutshell, brought almost uh, almost everything up at the same time. Uh, but um, uh, the, the number one thing that attracts people, uh, and however they did, the caveat was that you have to have a predisposition yeah. for this type of brain activity and, and attraction to it. Now, now, uh, like you said, they're, they're, uh, the, the way they describe it is a sense of anticipation. Now, the anticipation may be of a negative or a positive uh, because the brain is reacting the same way to this anticipation. Uh, and, and there is uh, the, 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 the chemical, of course, is adrenaline. There's a rush of it, yeah. just like anything. They actually equate it to a scare. You yeah, know, exactly. just just an immediate scare, not not sca- why, not why horror movies are popular. Exactly, right? it's, it's a yeah. safe scare, and it's not impending. It's it's actual. It's real time scare, and so the brain is reacting to that, and almost immediately provides you that that adrenaline, and of course the the and it's probably serotonin. the same thing why people like to watch sports. Yes. I mean, if it, if it's a good game, uh, if it's the Super Bowl or or World Cup, and it comes down to the last minute. There is that there's that excitement, right? And and it, the game is if it's already you know if it's World Cup and it's three nil, uh, or if it's a Super Bowl and it's a blowout, yeah. uh, it loses that that edge. People yes. turn it off because they're looking yes. for something. It's not there. I got to watch this. I got to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and of course the 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 chemical that is released along with the adrenaline that causes the the body to react um, uh, to it both negatively and positively, dopamine. Uh, and it, that's the same chemical that, 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 that reacts to drug usage, yep. uh, car accidents. Yeah, and it's probably yeah. why the two go together, right? Yeah. I mean, you have gambling and drinking. I mean, yes. that's what this town is founded on. Yes. And granted, when the more they drink, the judgment goes out the door. So they're making uh, poorer decisions gambling, which is good for the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it acts as, you know, people who like to, 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 sno- to, to, to you know, mix things to always look for a, a better high mm-hmm. you know i even remember back in the 60s and 70s um people that I, that i knew would try to it, you know they would take their, their their marijuana 
they take the grass and they would try to, let's see if I can somehow pump this up. I'm going to soak it in alcohol, whiskey, and then dry it. See if that gives it any better <laughs> effect. You know? Oh, God. Let's see, you know, it, yeah. it's the same thing. They, they, they snowball stuff and, yeah. and let's mix this and mix that and, and see if it'll give us a better edge. So you yeah. mix in alcohol and you've got, you've got the, the adrenaline rush from the roll of the dice. How's it going to come up? Yeah. Uh, I won. Great. And it's the highs and the lows. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, with 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 drugs. Up and yeah. Down. Now, one of the one of the uh, one of the doctors that that was uh, he was actually uh, making mention that one of his theories is that we actually don't lose. Or there are things that impair our judgment. It's not really impairing the judgment. It's impairing the brain's uh, ability to judge. Uh, but he says that 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 the dopamine uh, uh, creates a system in the brain that parses judgment. And that it's it's prioritized, uh, then lower, gambling becomes higher. It's like Uh I want to play. Yeah, I want to do this. Children, uh, tuition, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I want to play this. And he said it's not an impaired judgment. It's a it's a deprioritized judgment. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Now, now the uh, the second reason, uh, and again, I, uh, these are combinations of, of the two, uh, uh, Psychology Today and, and Scientific Quarterly, um, escapism, which is, does not have to do with a chemical response. Uh, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, they, that they, they're going to, uh, it's a betterment uh, syndrome. They think they're going to better their lives by gambling. They have a dull life. They have an un- unremarkable, you know, uh, daily, weekly, annual life, and they think that two, three days in Vegas, they're, they're going to change everything. Yeah, you know, uh, and uh, they, they, they just feel that the, the, it's the sights, the sounds, the smells, and it's all an improvement on where they're coming from. You know, they, they're the doldrums of their, uh, of their, of being a mailman or working at Amazon or, or being a, you know, a call center person going to Vegas. Then everything is different. Everything is, I'm a better person for those three days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but again, they say that regardless, there is a dopamine release, even just coming here, you know, it's the end, like you said, the anticipation of it. And uh, and then the third reason sort of follows very quickly. It's it's fashionable, you know. It's 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 cool to come here, you know. And I don't know. Is it still? Is it yeah, still it, cool it, to come here? I know it's fun. Yeah, but I don't cool? know because because when I think about you, you think go back to the '60s. You think about those the Sean Connery and James Bond movies. Almost always yeah. seeing where they're gambling somewhere. Usually Monaco. Monte Carlo, yeah, yeah, Monaco, yeah, Monaco. Like that. yeah, yeah. They're in there and and they're gambling or whatever. So that was the cool. Part of it, right? I, I think, think so. Sexy. Cool. One of the words they use, they coined, is sexy. Yeah. You know, you you become a different person when you're here. Which again, uh, the marketing machine that was what happens here stays here. Yeah. It that that paralleled it. You know, it's like it's sexy to be here. Yeah. You know, the new one is uh, be yourself or be anybody else you want to be. Uh, again, sexy girl, sexy guy, sexy club, it's sexy to be. Yeah. Here. Yeah. They marketed it as being kind of like a big whorehouse yes. where different rooms want to try the SNM. <laughs> hey, if you ever had that, you know, there that that's over there. Right. Uh, you know, if if you want the uh, the if you're if you're into the the if you got a Lolita complex, go over there. Yeah. You know, and 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 you can you can kind of indulge in your fantasy there, and then go back to delivering the mail in 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 Des Moines or wherever. You know, <laughs> um, but and I think that was the other thing is people would come here thinking that. 
I'm the I'm the hotshot because yeah. they had this idea that everybody who walks in the door they think is they're going to kiss their ass because they're going to be gambling. Right. So I can I can be I can I can talk down to people. We got we got fed that all the time. People this and I yeah. and I'd wonder I wonder if this guy really in his day to day life is this guy really such an asshole. You know, twenty four seven. It was like going going to going to a metal concert and seeing some guys. It's like, where the fuck did that guy come from? Right. I mean, does he actually have a job, or yeah. he has to live somewhere? <laughs> but Jesus, look at this dude. And then you realize sometimes. Uh, I mean, I met a guy at Psycho Las Vegas last year, mm. and he had this jacket. And I had to tell him, I said, hey, "Dude, I like your jacket." He had all these patches all over the jacket of every rock band I could think of. That went back to Led Zeppelin. He was a little bit of an older guy, like fifties. And I started talking about him. he was a local, yeah. and and he had a you know real white collar job. And mm. he said, "Yeah," he says, "But this is my." He says, "But I like metal," so he says, "I take four days off of work yeah. because I don't want him to see me like this." And then he can indulge that other side of himself. Well, yeah, you know, I I think you're absolutely right. It is the term they use uh, in their article is high society. Now, it's a a bit dated, but but I think that's very true. You do. You walk in and you you immediately perceive yourself now as different. Now, if you weren't wearing cargo shorts and flip-flops and a T-shirt, you you might be perceived as different. (laughs) Uh, But uh, no, you do. You, you you, you, you do think you're better. You think you've got a little bit more you're more suave you know yeah. and, and everything has changed um but i think i think you, you hit the nail on the head um it is like a giant swingers club with with themed rooms yes and every hotel is a themed room and inside every hotel yeah. are a bunch of themed more themed rooms yeah yeah it's just like a giant green you door know, <laughs> it, yeah in japan it was really really common um to, for the for the love hotels yeah they would have these and some of them were, were really elaborate and what a lot of people didn't know, the Love Hotel was most of the people that go to Love Hotels were married. Mm-hmm. It was that, you know, they live in a small house. They got the, the grandmother there and the kids and, you know, hey, they, could, they, they, they need a little time to themselves. So mm-hmm. they would just check in. You can check in. They're really nice, you mm-hmm. know, um, and you could check in there for a few hours. But then they had the themed ones. And I used to have an apartment that was not very far from the UFO Love Hotel. Now, I never went in that one. It looked a little bit too grungy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was basically like, hey, if you wanted to get it on in a spaceship or whatever, they had a castle, they had, they and even who had, doesn't? and who doesn't, they had a Statue of Liberty for Christ's sake. Remember the, the love hotel that was shaped like the Statue of Liberty? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but nevertheless, it was like feed your fantasy, you know, uh-huh. and Japan has always been known as this Disneyland of fetishness. You yes. know, they have all kinds of. Oh, I think they. they oh, and and Japan, I, I I believe I'm still accurate in saying that they they love and and soak up like a sponge, uh, United States marketing. Yeah. You know, and then it sort of gets bastardized when it gets there. You know, it's a little different. You know, Japanese people, the way they enjoy our stuff is very different. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, the the next thing they said was, and it's quite obvious, and I think they it was interesting. The article itself uh, 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 drew the comparison, drew a parallel to church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is is it's social, you know, and and it's it's very true if you think about it. Uh, we're indoctrinated into gambling uh, very soon. I mean, board games. Yes. Uh, little home poker games. Yes. You know, you start playing with your mom and your dad and your aunt and your uncles and you pay, play awful, stupid games like hand and foot and, yeah. and all these other things. And then you graduate with your to your friends and playing poker and everything else. And uh, uh, it's very social. And that's their that's their comparison. Obviously, church is a very social thing. Uh, but um, I don't. I, I think now. The, the sociability of Las Vegas 
much like the rest of the, our country and the world, because of the the Facebooks and the Instagrams and everything else, I think that's changing. I don't think we're we're not actually being social. No, no, not at all. You know, uh, uh, by definition, uh, and I think Vegas is turning into that as well. Vegas, uh, there's an anonymity to how you enjoy Vegas, uh, and I think that I think that's problematic in my opinion. I think they're I think they're going to get their comeuppance with with the way they're turning Vegas, but again, Vegas is going to outlast us all. She'll be fine. Uh, but uh, it used to be very social. You know, you and I always bring up, and, I, and you you were close to experiencing. I was not. Um, you know, the, the days of the Rat Pack, the days of, you know, dressing up and going out. It was social. I mean, yeah. you specifically went out uh, to enjoy your company, enjoy other people, and to be seen. And now it's a little different. People want to yeah. be seen, but it's not the same way. They want to yeah. be seen, you know, Instagramming it. You know? Yeah. And, and, and remember, I, I on the on the blog, I had written an article um, where... In, and in it, I had I'd mentioned an interview with a um, with an architect mm-hmm. who had mentioned that in the old days, like in the fifties, uh, you know, the hotels were were kind of designed uh, with the American dream in mind. Mm-hmm. It had a big swimming pool, and this was kind of the dream. And even if you couldn't afford that house, the ranch style house with the pool, hey, you can come to Las Vegas and ki- kind of share in it for a couple of days. Right. So that's why that's where the whole thing with the pools came in. And everybody's got to have a bigger pool or, or, or a nicer one or whatever. But, you know, I don't think you can say that today, that somehow Las Vegas feeds into everybody's dream. I don't no. think so. No. Uh, I think that uh, especially if you, if, you, if you maintain separate definitions of dream and fantasy, I think it still answers the question uh, or fulfills a fantasy level. Uh, just like we were saying, you know, when people walk in and they perceive themselves as different uh, or better uh, when they walk in or they're, they're smarter and they're more savvy when they gamble. Uh, but as far as their dreams, no, no, I don't think so no. at all. I think it's um, I think it's a tarnished fantasy right now that's being that, that's being met. Uh, but uh, uh, the the last one that kind of follows that is that there is the perception that Vegas is low risk, high yield. Yes, that is not true. That is not true. That is not true. Even in the in the basest mathematics, the the most simple penny machine, that is not true at all. Uh, and um, uh, but and that's always been since the day Bugsy was standing in the desert, ready to put the first you know you know screw into the into the walls. Um, it's 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 not true. I mean it's 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 absolutely the opposite, and it's it's strange how people perceive that to be. Uh, and it's entirely high risk. Yeah, entirely and you watch the ads always. It, you know, it, it, it's funny. You, you watch a, an ad for 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 a telephone, and the people on to- who are talking, you see them on the phone. They're always smiling. Now I don't know. I never smile when I talk on the phone. Do you? <laughs> you ever seen anybody <laughs> Only smile? Only when I talk to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with, with gambling. Everybody's jumping up and hey, I won. Yeah. I won. Yeah. Wait a minute. Show the people who lose, you know. Now, yeah. when I first moved here, I mean, moved back here the second time, my son, you know, Gio was like in the fourth grade. And we're going to go to a buffet. I think we went to the one at the M. And we're waiting in line. And, of course, the buffet's in the casino, right? So he's standing there and he's standing there and he's watching people play the slot machines mm-hmm. that, they, that they had up there. From a distance, he's there watching. And he says, um, and he asked me, why do people play those games? I said, well, I guess they're fun. I mean, you, you like to play your games here. Yeah, he goes, yeah, but sure. he said, I watch them, you know, they're, they don't ever seem to win. 
because he ke- sees them. He can tell when they win. Yeah. Um, he says they don't ever seem to win very much. I said, no, and they're not going to remember that. But if they do win, that's what they'll remember because they hang on to that, that split second of, of, of thrill of, yes, I hit it. I get back, you know, twenty bucks out yeah. of the. I had to put, I had to put, you know, three hundred in mm-hmm. to win that twenty. Mm-hmm. But that's what they'll remember. I was winning. I was, win- you know. <laughs> yeah. And yet, it's very common, all too common, I think, which which perpetuates the problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, a mega bucks, all the progressives. Uh, all, how much you put in? Ah, eh, maybe twenty bucks. Yeah. You know, most of the winners are like in twenty bucks and before they win the big one. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, uh, so, yeah, the the stories are are are, are large and. And I wonder if it's the same thing. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about uh, here it is Saturday. You know, on Saturdays, any place I've ever I've ever lived in the U.S. is uh, somebody's having a garage sale or something like that. And there mm-hmm. are people. This is that's their that's their hobby is to go to garage sales because they're always looking for a deal. Oh, yeah. And I think it's the same adrenaline rush. Everybody's <laughs> hoping to find, you know, the, the, for, for, for a buck fifty to buy an old picture of, you know, uh, a bowl of fruit mm-hmm. and say, well, I really want that frame. That's why I'm buying it. So as they try to take out this shitty picture of the bowl of fruit, mm-hmm. they find behind it, you know, a, a, an unknown Rembrandt yeah. or something that's worth a million dollars, a Jackson Pollock or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is worth a million bucks. Or, or, or back there, stuck back there was a Hannes Wagner baseball card. Oh, you know, yes. and they always think maybe this is the, the, the day this that the I day. find that, you know. Yeah. yeah. I love, you know, I, I got to say, I, I, the Antiques Roadshow is pretty cool <laughs> when they find the great stuff. Yeah. Now, on the dark side of this conversation, we've yes. already talked about this, uh, you know, about the negatives of gambling and whatnot. And, uh, you know, to each his own, uh, you know, everybody has to seek their own remedies. Uh, but um, there actually has been uh, documented, uh, the, the scientific documentation of, of a portion of the brain that is actually termed uh, the reward system. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, dopamine is its main, you know, uh, 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 feeder, if you will. But the problem is, is that like, like most of our body, uh, our body will course correct and counteract um, an, an overabundance of what it considers to be negative. And that's what happens. Our, our, the dopamine hits. Uh, first time we gamble, oh my God, this is amazing. Or, oh my God, there's that Jackson Pollock. And, oh my God, you know. And then then the next one is, uh, oh, oh my God, that's that's great. I feel great and everything yeah. else. But slowly. Yes, yeah, so it's like heroin. You have to keep upping the exactly. dose, right? And, and gambling is no different. Yeah. It's amazing because gambling uh, doesn't, it, it, it doesn't require the tangible intake of a substance. It's literally all of our senses combining into one interaction that creates the same response as something that is tangibly put into our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I find that amazing. I find that amazing. Uh, but, uh, but again, what's even more amazing is why, for example, the two people in the studio here don't want to, I've gambled, yeah. I've won. I've won. Well, I've won enough. I've won some fun things, uh, uh, but I don't want to do it again. You know, and and based on that, uh, because it was stressful to get there, I got paid and wanted to run out of the casino. I could, you yeah. know, couldn't stop me. Uh, now, now my wife uh, is totally different. My wife, you know, we we kind of need to pull out the divorce papers, take away the credit cards, and, and get the straitjacket. 
uh, and 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 then allow her to go to you know to the Green Valley Ranch for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 that's amazing to me the dichotomy that that you know two people can be so vastly different when it comes to one stimulus or a bunch of stimuli, I guess. Uh, and and she has confirmed that that gamblers have a unique ability to to then course correct again it's like okay dopamine excited love gambling oh i need more i need more and then the body does something very different then it's then it starts to say i don't care i just want to do this you know it's no longer exciting yeah it's that's i I don't even want to win you know we've talked about this before i don't want to win i don't care about winning Eh, win lose whatever i just want to do this with my finger i just want to push this button yeah and i want to sit here and be miserable and they are you know, and and if anybody wants to argue with me, I live with one. Yeah, you yeah. know, they're miserable and they love being miserable. Yeah, it reminds me. I I, I think I've told this story before in one of the earlier podcasts, but it's probably been a while. My aunt was married. Oh, she was married a lot of times, um, and she probably would have been married more if she had not died at, like in her mid fifties. Mm. But her last husband, his name was Jerry. Uh, he really liked horse racing and gambling on the horses. Yeah. Well, he had a pretty hefty life insurance policy on, on my aunt, and then she died of cancer. And then his mother, she got old, and she died and left her, her house. He was the only son. So anyhow, he ended up with a million dollars. He was a millionaire. Uh-huh. Uh, this going back probably into the 80s. So that was, on today's scale, Mark would be even a lot more money than that. Right. He had been a cab driver. He drove a taxi. So he, of course, he really wasn't a member of the family in the sense that, you know, he's, he was just married in. So he kind of disappeared. We didn't see from him for years. And then um, my aunt's son, my cousin, ran into him just out of the blue one day and year, a few years later. And Jerry said uh, he quit his job driving taxi. Mm-hmm. He had his, because he, here he is, he's, he's got a lot of money. He went to the racetrack every day. He sat with the same bunch of degenerates, uh, uh, you know, g- g- hopeless gamblers. Right. He bet on the horses every day, and in three years he was broke and had to go back to driving taxi again, and he was dead two years after that. Yeah. But it's the same thing. I mean, a, a reasonable person, you and I would probably go to the racetrack. Once we started losing, I mean, even if we liked going, after about a week, we just say, hell with this. Yeah. I'm going to find something I'm good at. Right. You know, uh, I'm not going to throw away all my money doing this. Yeah. Um, but no, and it was just like, you know, I guess for him, it was just, again, it's, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And even though, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down a half a million dollars, either I'm going to win it all back tomorrow or I'm going to win some of it back or yeah. it doesn't matter. It's, it, it's just, I, I'm, I'm on this slope down to hell, may as well write <laughs> it out, you know? Right, right, <laughs> right. Well, uh, well, guys, uh, you know, if you have any uh, comments or questions about this or, you know, we'd love to hear why you gamble, why you don't gamble, you know, why, why you love Vegas, why you hate Vegas. Let us know. Um, uh, we get a lot of comments and, 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 uh, and uh, concerns and, and uh, uh, everything involving Vegas. And, um, uh, you know, John and I love to get all those questions and, and, uh, and have um, you guys participate in our conversations. Uh, but uh, again, thank you to our, our sponsor, uh, CDO, uh, CWODesigns.com. Custom Woodworking, I've seen their work. Uh, they do a wonderful job now offering uh, custom photography and framing. Uh, check those guys out at CWODesigns.com. Uh, and uh, for John, this is Jamie, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including... 
iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Hey everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com. <laughs>